Hey there, this is Therese Skelly, and I am so excited that you are going to be listening to an episode of the Fiercely Brilliant Podcast. Do you like those two words? Fiercely Brilliant. My hypothesis is that you are here for a reason. We all are. Our souls have led us on journeys that have very often taken some twists and turns, and sometimes it's not pretty. Sometimes there's struggle, and there's loss, and there's challenge, and in the middle of that, there's always the way out. And it's those times that often lead us into our great life and work. So you're going to hear stories in these episodes of myself and other beautiful people that share the journey. They share how they got to the place where they're standing, working in their brilliance and being the powerful leaders that they are. So stay tuned and enjoy this episode. Hey, this is Therese Skelly of the Fiercely Brilliant Podcast. And today I want to talk about a concept I'm calling the curse of the alpha woman. Okay, what exactly do I mean? When I think of alpha woman, I think of a woman that is really driven. You might not like the term alpha because there's kind of like a connotation of like bitchy, you know, doggy dog kind of. And that's not necessarily it, but I mean, like a powerfully driven woman, a woman who is a high achiever who makes her own money, makes her own decisions, is, um, is that, right? And I love those kind of clients. Those are like my favorite kind of clients because there's a lot of speed, like stuff gets done. There's courage. There's just, just all the fun things that I love when I work with people. They're, these women are usually bold. They're fearless. They are willing to put themselves out there. They're willing to take risks. They usually have a huge mission. They're, they're driven by something beyond themselves that keeps them going. That is just my people, right? I love that. And they get in their own way all the time, right? So a lot of the women that come to me that fit this profile, in the old days, they used to come to me for marketing. But it's as I've changed, as I've really landed on kind of my unique slice in the market and my brilliance, they come to me for alignment. And they come to me for a strangely like permission to be more of themselves. Now, why would somebody pay boatloads of money for that, right? What the heck is that even? What happens is, I think in the beginning, it's very easy. You start your business and you do what everybody tells you to do, right? You do what, how it's just been done before. And you, and you go in and sometimes it's a very male dominated in the old days. I've been around since like 2004 in the business coaching space, right? And it was just, masculine, masculine energy, just go, 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 burn the candle at both ends. Don't worry about spending time with your children. Just push, 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 push. Very, the very old school, you know, no pain, no gain. And, and so as women have come into the industry and we put our unique touch on it, the feminine energy, the wait a minute, I want to be aligned with my mission. I want to be aligned with my values. I want to have more balance in my life. I don't want to sacrifice. As I say, don't sacrifice your life at the altar of your business. So there's a lot that was that was kind of done in different ways that were really hard on a woman. You know, women's adrenals, I don't think are raised, I'm sorry, I don't think are designed just to go, 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 go. We can, but I don't know that you have to have a business that burns you out. I don't know that freedom really involves selling yourself so short. So at the end of the day, you might have money in the door, but you're depleted and you're exhausted and you don't enjoy things. 
That is not what I want. So when I consider the curse of the alpha woman or the high achiever or the very driven person, along with all that drive, along with all that potency and that that ability to make shit happen, sometimes what they need is an oasis. Sometimes what they need is to kind of get out of their own way. They need they need somebody, a mama T, me, or <laughs> you know, or somebody else. But I'm just telling you, what's needed is sometimes like let's look at what the drivers are. Okay, so I'm gonna what I'm gonna in this podcast, I'm gonna share with you three drivers, and that's the curse, right? This is how the downside of being, you know, highly intuitive and powerful and gifted and go 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 and a fast thinker and a fast decision maker. There's some downside, right? And so I want to show you like the potential. Maybe this is fueling some of this. And here's how to do it right. And when I say right, I mean in a way that is more in alignment with you, that is more in integrity with your life and what you desire. Hope that makes sense. Okay. The first place I always check is that pesky little thing I call proving energy. So, what I mean by that is, why are you doing it? So somebody comes to me and they say, I want, I want a seven-figure business. Like, okay, cool. Why? Now, that's sort of a duh question. Doesn't everybody want a seven-figure business? Doesn't everybody want all that money? Not necessarily. And so if there's an element of proving energy, like who would you be if you don't get that? Who would you be if you only get 300000 Who would you be if you miss your financial marks? And if there's any little Ugh, you know, like it's one thing to be disappointed if you don't get your marks. It's one thing to be more strategic, to do it differently. But if you indeed are fueled, and I think a lot of us in the beginning are fueled by, I have to prove. I know for me, when I first started this industry, I had just been divorced and I had no idea this was going on. I was just such a hard worker. I was so driven. I was willing to do anything. And a mentor actually had the nerve to say to me, you know, I just feel like you come from a lot of proving energy. I'd been a therapist, right? I had been in self-discovery for years. And I looked at her like she had two heads. I'm like, are you freaking like, what? <laughs> and then I had to go, oh shit. Yeah. I just got rejected in a marriage. I'm proving the hell out of myself. Like I, it was such a blow to be left, right? I'm like, okay, I'll show you. I'll show you. I'll show you. And so my early days in business, in essence, were acting out of a wound. They were acting out of, I'm not enough. So in order to fill the void, to, to, to take care of the wound that I was unconsciously living in, I had to overgive, undercharge. I had to be everything to everybody. That's proving energy. So I want you to get really real. You might not really, I hope you don't relate at all to this, but I suspect many of you will relate to some of it. So questions would be like, who are you trying to impress? Who are you trying to, you know, like, and that, that sounds like a weird question. It's like, is there somebody out there? Like, it's one thing to say, oh, yeah, I want to make my dad proud. That's different than I got to show somebody I can do this. Do you see that that's a really subtle distinction? Proving energy comes from, there's a part of me that even though I have all this and it seems every, it's, I just still, uh, like, my favorite proving energy story was actually Ted Turner. You know, Ted Turner, the bazillionaire. Um, he owns news stations and everything in the world. And I remember reading about him, and I think he was in his 70s. And he said, I can't understand, or I couldn't understand 
why no matter what I had, it was never enough. Never enough to convince myself that I was worthy. This man's a billionaire. And he still was trying to, you know, acquire and achieve and to get the status. And he finally, at the end of the day, said, oh, my God, there's a little boy in me trying to prove to my father that I'm, I'm okay. It took him billions and 70 years to go, whoa, maybe I don't have to do that. Maybe I don't have to do that, right? And so that is an example. Again, you might not, you might not relate to this. But I suspect everybody that has any modicum of trauma, any difficulty in their life, if you've gone through divorce and gotten rejected, if you've, if you've had losses in your life, there might be a part of you that is like, I'll show them. When I get to there, then I'll have arrived. Right? So, so here's the distinction. Like You want to have the fuel of, I'm led by a purpose. I want to make a difference in the world. I want to really, that's what I'm doing the work. As opposed to, so I'll finally get accepted. So I finally will feel valuable. So those, I actually had a client, super high achieving woman, super high achieving woman. And part of what is in the mix for her is the kids in high school that made fun of her, right? This, this, is, a, this is a very high earner. And yet there's still that wounded teenager that was compared or neglected or whatever the story was, that's still driving the bus a little bit. So that's the first thing I want you, you must check in. Is there any element of proving energy? Cause this is a curse, right? And if you're unconscious to it, what's going to happen is you will be making decisions or let me, let me say this. You won't have sovereignty, right? When our wounds drive us, we can't really trust that what we're thinking is true. It's like, it's like a little alien inhabits us like, or like a little six-year-old inhabits us or something else inhabits us, and we're making decisions based on not our current age resourcefulness situation. We're making decisions based on maybe this will get me loved. Maybe this will finally get me accepted. Maybe this will finally be enough. So I want you to get super, super, super conscious. Now, you might just going, oh my God, this is absolutely it. Thank you, Therese. You might go, I'm not sure. So if you're, asked, if you're not sure, literally tune into your body to say truth. Am I running some proving energy? Yes. Okay. Who am I trying to prove it to? Or who am I? What am I trying to prove? Or once I finally get there to wherever the there is, what will I finally get to say? You know, again, if it's a clean, like I've always wanted to make six figures, or if I make 300,000, then I can fund my kids' college. That's a clean goal. But you can also have it intermingled with. And then my dad will finally know that I'm worthy, right? Like you could, it's not an either or. So this is really sneaky. So you got to kind of peel it apart because the first one's proving energy. The second one is not trusting. I can't, you know what? People pay me. I will tell you this. People pay me boatloads of money to tell them to do what they know they need to do, but can't do. Let me say that again. I know that our bodies have exquisite wisdom. And when I work with these alpha high achieving people, what happens is they come to me and they go, oh my God, I'm so exhausted. I'm exhausted. My body just wants to take a nap so badly, but I've got all these deadlines. Or I need a nap so much right now, or I just need to take a break right now, or God, I wish I could, I wish I could stop this. It's like, there isn't like when you're playing at this level, when you are this kind of a person, 
there's generally not a lot of avoidance because of, oh, I'm afraid to get that out there. There's generally not a lot of, I just think I'll sabotage myself for the day, right? So if there is a calling to pull back, or if there's a, there's a, there's a yearning in your body to slow down, unfortunately, as high achievers have been trained to override it. Now, there are times you have to override. You know, sometimes you have deadlines, but I just got to push through. I'm talking about when you can say, you know what, I just need to clear my schedule. Or you know what, that launch that I have scheduled, nah, it's not, it's not right right now. So what would it take for you to trust yourself? And more importantly, what happens that you don't trust yourself? Like the way I teach is like, here's the problem. Let's look at why it happens and how it happens. So who do you trust? Do you trust your head or do you trust your body? So in our head lives our conscious mind. And the conscious mind is literally run by your past. All the thoughts you have, all the beliefs you have, generally, all the feelings you have, generally you are re-experiencing from your past. What? Listen to the work of Joe Dispenza if you want to go deeper on this concept. Anything that you are fearing generally is a thing from your past, right? So when you have, when you get a very clear, and and I don't mean that, I don't mean like, here's a distinction. Let's say you have three ideas for a new book and you're like, I don't know which one. Okay. That's different than I'm so freaking tired or God, I just need to fire this client. I just cannot do this. I cannot be in this summit. I cannot work with this person. When you get that, very clear. And if you're watching me on video, you see my body. It's like, I'm like, oh, it's, it's a very embodied sense versus I have three ideas for a book and I don't know the name. That's different, right? When it's from your body, because there is absolute wisdom of your body. Your body is not going to lie. Your body is, is the truth teller. Whereas your brain is a shit teller, basically. <laughs> like your brain is going to fire off, you know, come on, suck it up, suck it up. You know, and and I will say, I, there are people in the industry. Gary Vee, I think Gary Vee is a brilliant, brilliant man. Oh my god! And a lot of the teachings are hustle and grind, hustle and grind. Shut up, suck it up, go, 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 go. And you know, for some people, that absolutely works. And and rock it if it does. I find for women, especially women with families and children, um, it's a little harder. You can't hustle and grind when you when you got little mouths to feed or when you're exhausted, right? And so not trusting, because think about this. Let's say something happens. I, I've, had, I've dealt with a lot of grief where somebody dies and I've literally had to go, wow, I am not able to work right now. And then the brain part is like, shit, where's the revenue going to come from? What are your clients going to think? You can't be gone that long. Oh my God, oh my God. You know, the not trust comes again from fear, lack, scarcity, past historical things, right? But if you, I just know, here's my, my mantra is, if I follow what my body needs, God takes care of the rest. Meaning I'm always supported. There's always money. I, I, I get what I want. And the more I honor what I need, the more I trust that if I'm guided to go on a certain path, even if my brain's going, what? You can't take Friday. Are you freaking kidding? If I honor that, better things happen. And so look at what, what do you know? Cause there's literally a lot of the work I do with these, these, these high achieving women is just give them permission because, because they're coming saying, I know I need to do this, but I can't let myself. 
So we explore the why not. We explore, is that your belief or somebody else's belief? Is there a fear that's going to happen? Let's explore it. And what's going to happen if you don't? Because here's the deal. If you don't, if you don't trust, you know, the like, oh, how weird my back went out. God, I'm in bed for a week now. Or how weird I just got the flu. Crap. I can't work for a week. Like life will get you. <laughs> like, if you need some downtime, you better freaking listen. Okay. So the first curse of the alpha woman is the proving energy. The second one is the not trusting. And the third one is identity. Okay. Let's talk about identity. Who are you? Who are you? That's the whole identity, right? How do you see yourself? And a lot of us, you know, I, I, I can, I teach this because I know it. I've lived it. And I'm on the other side of a lot of this. I had this identity when I first started of this like long suffering, burned out businesswoman. And it, and of course I attracted that, right? Like my two assistants, we all had small children. So we literally would have our team meetings at 11 PM. I would, I would burn, burn the candle. Then I would feel guilty for not being with my kids, but then I didn't know how to do it otherwise, because that's what I had to do. And I had this identity of like, like almost martyrdom, right? Like, oh my God, I'm willing to do whatever it takes. And again, there's a space for working hard. There's a space for the sprint. But if your identity is such that it's like, I am what I do, I am what I create, I am what I produce, I am my income, just wait till something happens. Wait till you have a sick kid and you can't work for a month. Wait till somebody dies and you can't work for a month. Wait till your business goes through one of those natural collapses and you don't have the income. Who are you then? I remember a number of years ago, um, my kid's dad died and I hadn't, I hadn't been able to really work because it was a sudden death and uh, really just rocked our worlds. And I got invited to um, join this like six and seven figure big networking group. And these are people, seriously, I had girl crushes on. I'm like, oh my God, she's there. You know, these are, these are the people I aspired to be. And so now I get to play with them. Right. And generally when you go to those events, what's the first thing? So what's your business? What are you doing? What are you launching? Um, and I had nothing because I hadn't launched, you know, I was in this grief and taking care of my just devastated children. And so I'm showing up and I'm like, I was so like, who am I if I'm not my last launch? Who am I if I'm not my client results? Who am I if I'm not my income? And it was kind of a mind fuck. I will tell you, like I was so, I'm a six-figure coach. I'm a this. I, I like, I really hung on that identity because I worked really hard to get that, right? And so at the end of the day, I like literally sat in the question, and this is, this is the truth, like, who am I? Who am I at the core? Because I didn't want to walk in the room feeling less than because I hadn't been launching. I didn't want to rock in the room feeling um, like the little kid asking for permission to be in the room with the big grownups. I needed to walk in the room really being who I was at my core. And so you know what I came up with? Who I am is love. It makes me cry. Who I am at my core is compassion. And seeing people for their greatness and championing for that. And I can do that without income. I can do that without launches. I like that is static. Is that the word? That stays in me. Whether the money comes, the clients come, the launches come, the business goes, that is the truth of me. But I had been seduced by the identity of being a six figure business owner, right? And so the curse for the alpha female here 
is you might have gotten into some identity stuff. So I'm going to, so, so those are the three places where you're breaking down. All right. How to get out of it. Number one. So I hope you have a whole bunch of awareness from what I just told you. How to get out of it. A, you tap into the soul of your business and the divine, whatever you call that, God's source life spirit. This, I believe that the entrepreneurial journey is the most intense spiritual path you will ever be on. This stuff will take you to your knees. Oh my gosh, business growth on steroids, right? And so you can't trust if you don't have faith. And I don't mean, and I don't mean like Christian faith or even religious faith. Is there a fundamental knowing in you that you will be supported? Um, I know from being a therapist and all the trauma work that I've done, if you didn't have that in childhood, like if you didn't have a father that took care of you, or if you had an unpredictable or chaotic home, you weren't supported. It was, I know for me, it was, if it's meant to be, it's up to me. I had to always take care of myself. I had to make things happen. And so when you have an unpredictable home or, or you did not have the ability to trust that your needs would be met and that you were safe and you're okay, it's really hard. Somebody on you know, the fiercely brilliant podcast today is saying, just trust all oh, your needs are doing. And the little part of you is like, bullshit. Yeah, no, no, no. That's not been my truth. That's the journey. That's the journey. How can you, whatever you call that, perhaps it is God for you. Maybe it is in a religious sense for you. Maybe it's you look at nature. Maybe you look at, wow, there's a forest fire and then new growth happens, right? Like, like find things that can show you that there's an order, that everything always works out. Reference, reference your, you know, your most five painful things in your life and go, wow, I lived through that. And usually it was better on the other side, right? So the number one trick here is how can I develop the trust? If I develop the trust in the universe or the bigger or the greater or the plan, then I can trust my body if it says slow down. I can trust my body if it says that's not the right path to go on. So if I can't trust that something is out there caring for me and sort of running the show, if you will, there's no way to trust when I get the wisdom of what I need. That's a huge one. So the next one is you're going to start listening to your body and your energy. That's just it. <laughs> it's I've been in, a, in, in very many periods of like the winter season, right? There's the spring season. So business runs in seasons. You know, spring is when it's like, whoa, new life, new growth. You know, fall is like, yes, excitement. Um, and then there's the winter, the dormancy, where things are germinating. What it, it, it appears that it's dead or dying, right? I've been in those seasons and it's really a bitch when you, compare yourself to somebody in another season. So whenever you're comparing, FYI, that's shame. Because we never compare and say, I'm really rocking it. That poor person's not. Nobody ever does that, right? We compare like, oh, what's wrong with me? So it's one thing to acknowledge, like one of my best mastermind sister friends, she's rocking it. She's in a real generative season. And I, and I talk to her, I help her mastermind. And I'm like, yeah, I'm good. I'm in a different season. I don't judge it. I just understand the context of it. It might not be the season for you. If you are, you know, I just survived COVID and had a sick kid and had some other stuff going on. So, so this last few months, the season for me has not been generative. It's been reflective. It's been internal. It's been healing. 
And so if you trust the seasons of your life and your business and just tap into, okay, what does this season require of me? What, what, what am I asked to do? And what's really funny, sometimes, you know, people will say, oh, I should be working on my business. And I'm like, if you work on yourself, you're working on your business. See, we think working on our business is an external thing. Like I have to write web copy. I have to do social media posting. I have to network and cold call and get leads. And yes, and the most important thing is can you develop the core of you so you're not proving, you're not in distrust, and you don't get swept in with this identity that is going to harm you. So when you tap into the divine and the soul of your business, sometimes you get messages that like, yeah, no, right now you're just supposed to cool, cool. You're supposed to, you're expanding. You're germinating something new. It's not the time yet. Or conversely, woohoo, okay, get out there. And you might be going, oh my God, oh my God, wait, 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 I'm not ready. And your soul's like, yeah, you are. So then the work is how can you expand into that? It's literally the, who do I have to be? Not the, what do I have to say? Not the, what's the marketing copy? Not what's the price of the program? The work is, who do I have to be to be the steward of that? Right? That's a lot of the work I do because anybody can give you marketing copy. I mean, I can, I can create a million dollar strategy for you in a minute. Anybody can, here's a program, here's what you sell, blah, blah, blah. And that's the easy part. That's the cognitive left brain part. And it's, it's important. But if you cannot hold that, if you cannot embody, if you can't in your bones know the truth of the magic of that work and hold that as the steward of that work and the right one to sell the work, you're not going to get it, right? So trust in the universe, trust in the wisdom of your body, and then becoming who you have to be, that is the way, that's, the, that's, the, that's what puts the shine on the alpha woman, right? That's where, that's the fuel. When you have all those in place, that's when you become magnetic. That's when, when you are guided to do something, you follow the guidance. You know, things are going to be coming to you. You have energy because you are living in this way that is just super powerful and super potent. Okay. So I hope this was helpful for you. And here's what I request. I want to hear from you. Do you identify as an alpha or high achieving woman? Have you ever gotten your, in your own way? I would love to hear that. I'm going to start talking more about these concepts. And just feel free to write me and share your story. It's ts at treeskelly.com. All right. So this has been delightful to be with you. Peace and blessings. Bye now. Hey, this is Therese, and I'm so excited that you were with us today for another episode of the Fiercely Brilliant Podcast. You know, if you are inspired to get to that brilliant place, if you heard some wisdom today that made you think, yeah, I need some help in that area, I would encourage you to have a conversation with me. Super simple. You just go to treeskelly.com forward slash let's connect. It's a no charge, no pressure conversation. And if I can support you to clear the blocks, to really step into that brilliance, oh my gosh, it would be a delight. And I'll be honest with you, we'll just have a great conversation and see where we can take it. Peace and blessings. Bye.